Welcome to Maple Crest Church. This is my home church. Uh, my name is Beverly, and I'm excited to speak to you today about healing. Healing has been a, such a big part of my life, and I'm so happy to be here and sharing this with you. So please open your Bible to Romans 8, verse 11. We're going to start there. I'll give you a second. Romans 8, verse 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. <sighs> Recently, I was reading a book about Catherine Coleman to my nine-year-old daughter, and something really stood out to me. Catherine says, she saw the key to God moving within the Holy Spirit. After all, Jesus' miracle ministry began after the Holy Spirit came on him at his baptism in the Jordan River. Jesus also said that when he went back to heaven, he was going to send the Holy Spirit as a helper for us, knowing the Holy Spirit was the key and determined that the focus should be on God, not on her or even on God's miracle power. Catherine decided to teach her people about the Holy Spirit. Healing can be emotional, physical, and spiritual. I have seen many miracles in my life. My faith is getting stronger every day. I put my trust in Jesus. The love of God is strong enough to heal a person of any pain or torment and sickness. The love of God goes to the root of the issue and heals it there. So no more, there are no more symptoms. It is always God's will to heal. I'm going to say that one more time. It is always God's will to heal. God even designed our bodies to heal themselves. Jesus has more compassion than anyone over those suffering from sickness. So where do we start with our healing? Best thing to do is to go to God first in prayer. Turn with me to Matthew 6, 9 to 13. Matthew 6, 9 to 13. This then is how you should pray. Our Father, hallowed, or our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. You have heard it said, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What does this really mean and how does it relate to healing? It is God's will to heal people. He showed us this by sending Jesus the ultimate expression of his love to us. In history, many people have accepted the events that happen in life as God's will. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, 
and the violent take it by force. Healing is an expression of God's love to us. John G. Lake speaks of a transition that happened in his life. God specifically spoke to him about sickness and disease. He revealed to him that all sickness is from the devil who is trying to destroy us. After reading his story, I realized that many of us live passively in our walk with God. What I mean is we simply accept whatever comes our way as God's will for our lives. Let me remind you, you have an enemy whose mission is to steal, kill, and destroy all who are created in the image of God. I also realize that those who are fighting against the things that are, sorry, I also realize that those who are fighting against things that are not good often don't know how to fight in a way that actually makes a difference in their life. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 to 6. Second Corinthians 10, three to six. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God. For the pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Let's think about this some more and look at scripture. Is it God's will to heal? Let's go back to the beginning in the Garden of Eden. Was there any sickness? No. Yes, it's God's will to heal. Let's look at he to heaven to see if there's sickness there. No, there's no sickness there. Now let's look at when Jesus came to the earth in human form. Was there sickness there? Yes. What did Jesus do when he saw sickness in someone? He healed them, right? So it is God's will to heal. We know that. Now let's talk about a few of the payments that Jesus made for us. One payment was made when he died for our sins on the cross, and another was made when he was whipped for our healing. Turn with me to Isaiah 53, verses 4 to 6. Isaiah 53, verses 4 to 6. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. What happened before Jesus died on the cross? He was whipped for our healing. So let me ask you, why do people passively sit back and let sickness enter their bodies? Sickness is like a package that comes in the mail 
The delivery person is the devil, and he comes to knock on our door to give it to us. Our job is not to accept it, but to refuse the package of sickness. I heard someone once say, while others listening agreed, it happened to them too. He said, you know when you're writing exams and you start to feel a bit sick, but you say, no, I can't get sick right now. I've got to get these exams done. Then when exams are done, he starts to feel a bit sick again. And he does not resist it because now he has time to get sick. Why? It is important to resist the devil and he will flee every time he comes at me with sickness, no matter how common or small it might be. I say no to the package of sickness. We need to stand up and say no to sickness in the name of Jesus. Jesus conquered sickness and all the power of the devil when he died on the cross and rose from the grave. The same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. This means you have all the power to heal people of any sickness or disease. This means you have all the power to heal people of any sickness or disease. Healing people is fun and anyone can do it, but only when connected to Jesus. Having a personal relationship with Jesus is a prerequisite to healing people. Jesus wants to empower people to do healing. We know this because of the example of how he healed, then sent the 12 out to heal, then sent the 72 out to heal. And finally, Jesus expanded it all to who expanded it to all who believe in him. Healing started with Jesus on the earth, but we're never meant to end there. Jesus loves to heal people through his children. I was at church where I met a man whom we will call Bob. Bob was talking to me about how he does ministry on the streets. He goes and he finds two people and he talks to them about Jesus and invites them to know Jesus. Usually there is pain or sickness or some sort on one of them. So as an expression of God's love, Bob gets the friend of the one who needs healing to repeat a prayer that he prays. When Bob says, how do you feel to the one who needs healing? When they report the miracle, Bob looks at the friend who said the prayer after him and asks, did you do that miracle? They usually say no. And Bob continues telling them that God did the miracle and he did it to show his love to you. During my birth, my birth, I experienced trauma. I was told that the umbilical cord was wrapped around my neck many times. And as I came down the birth canal, I was being choked. As a result, I had many fears in life as a small child. It was hard to take vitamins or pill form medications as a child and also as an adult. I had to focus on not choking and choking was a fear of mine. 
I also developed some bad habits as I grew. At a young age, I bit my fingernails so vigorously in anxious moments that I hurt my fingers. I had no idea how traumatized I was until I was set free. This is how it all happened. One day, I met a lovely lady at church. God highlighted her to me, so I asked to meet with her for a visit in prayer. We were talking about stuff in my life, and all of a sudden, she stood up and said, I sense that you have taken on ungodly burdens. Then she asked to pray for me. Of course, said yes. And she, um, and she moved to stand behind me while I sat. As, I, as she prayed, I felt something leave me, and then I saw it flew out the window near me. I told her what happened, and she and I were sure it was a demonic spirit that was tormenting me that left. Sure enough, it was true. When I got home that night, I felt so good and peaceful. I looked in the mirror, and the, for the first time, without having done my hair or makeup, I saw myself, and I thought I was beautiful. Without even noticing it, over the next few weeks, I had stopped biting my fingernails, twisting my hair, and did not have a fear of choking anymore. I knew this because I could take multiple vitamins at one time and not need to focus on it like before. Thank you, Jesus, for setting me free. Healing is activated when we speak scripture over our own bodies or other people's bodies. This is a little booklet containing healing prayers called God's Creative Power for Healing. It's probably backwards to you, but there it is. It's written by Charles Capps. And I love handing this book out to people who are learning how to pray healing. And even in moments when I feel stuck and I feel sick, I pull this book out and I open it up. It's really easy. Open it to the middle section where the staples are. And it, I'll just read a little bit to you here. It says, God's medicine to be spoken by mouth three times a day until faith comes. Then once a day to maintain faith. If circumstances grow worse, double the dosage. There are no harmful side effects. I love it so much. And there's so many like little prayers. And then they have scripture references for each prayer that they wrote. It's based on the scriptures that they have there. It's just full of God's word. And there's stories in here about healing and how to, um, you know, step into more healing. So I recommend it. You can buy it online. Super easy to find. I think Amazon. This is a good way to take scripture and speak it over your body. And your body will come into alignment with God's healing. There was once a little boy who we will call Chase, who got very sick. His parents brought him to the doctors in the hospital, but each time they were sent home with no help. Finally, they brought him in again, since he really was so sick. But by this time, he had pneumonia that had gotten out of control and was destroying his lungs. This time, he had to be admitted to the hospital with medicine to sedate him because he had to have many tubes in him to help him breathe and live. When I first met this little boy, he did not look like a little boy. His head was swollen. He needed a tube to breathe as well as many other problems. The doctors said, I don't think he's going to make it through the night. His parents were devastated. Thankfully, Ian was leading a Bible study at work during his lunch hour. 
And the one lady who attended it knew the parents of Chase. She asked for the group to pray for him. Ian said, I have the car today. So why don't we go to the hospital to pray over him right there? They all hopped into his car and headed up to the ICU ward of the children's hospital. They had to gown up and put masks on before they saw him. This is when the miracle began in Chase and in his parents. We started to teach Chase's parents how to pray for healing and speak healing words and scriptures over their son. We gave them a small book called God's Creative Power for Healing, plus a small New Testament Bible. We continued to stay in contact with them, praying with them and for their son. It took a month before he was well enough to go home, but there was already irreversible damage to his lungs at that point. A few weeks later, at the next checkup, they noticed that the dead parts of his lungs were just starting to come alive again. This is when the doctors started calling him a new boy. A new boy. A couple of weeks later, he went for another checkup and the doctors reported that all of the dead lungs had come back to life except for a very small spot. At this point, the doctors started calling Chase the miracle boy. Can you believe it? The miracle boy. We got to meet him after he was discharged from the hospital and he looked like a little boy again with no symptoms to slow him down. And he was running fast around us while playing with his friends. He was so fast, it was hard to get a good look at him and say more than a few words to him. Praise God, Jesus healed him. His whole family came into renewed relationship with God as this miracle unfolded in Chase. A man came to do street witnessing with us one day. We will call him Andrew. He asked us to pray for him. He said he had an injury to his leg and the doctors had to put metal plates in his leg to hold it together so he could walk. Before we went street witnessing together, he decided, we decided to pray for him. We had him check his leg first. Then we gathered around him and within a few minutes, we asked him to check his leg again. He said the pain in his leg was gone and it felt hot. His leg, he felt his leg and he could not feel the screws in his leg anymore. Normally he could easily feel them with his fingers, but not anymore. The next time we saw him, he had his cane again. And we asked him what happened. He said he had a separate accident to that same leg. He went back to the same doctor who did the first surgery and he could not find the plates in his leg from the first surgery. The doctor did another surgery and put in a new plate. We prayed for Andrew again, and all the pain in his leg left, but he could still feel the screws there. In fact, his leg felt so good that he put his cane away again. Praise God! Jesus healed him twice, each time in a different way. The same spirit who rose Jesus from the dead, lives in you. I met a lady in an altar prayer time who was in line for prayer. I said to her, let me pray for you. I had permission to do this. She politely said, no, I want the pastor to pray for me. Before I knew what I was saying, I said in a loud, firm tone, the same spirit who rose Jesus from the dead 
lives in me. And the same spirit of God that lives in the pastor lives in me. Let me pray for you. She said, okay. As I prayed for her, I felt power being released through me into her. And there was a shift in her. She said, I am free from my addictions. God is so powerful. All he needs is for us to say, yes, God, use me to bring healing to your children. You may be thinking now, what can I do, especially with all the changes in our current way of living? A few things that I do are, every time I see or hear a siren going, I immediately say this prayer out loud. I release healing to the people who need that help in Jesus' name. This has become so normal that my kids do it often and remind me if I forget. Last weekend, a friend texted me because she needed healing. So I prayed for her. Then shortly after my prayer, she texted me telling me the sickness broke off of her very quickly. Isn't God amazing? You can do this too. You have authority like it says in Luke 10, 19. I have given you power and authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy and nothing will harm you. There may be people listening to this message today who do not know Jesus personally. If this is you, this is your opportunity to take a few minutes to pray to God saying, repeat after me, Jesus, I need you. I have sinned and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the grave. I turn my sins and I turn from my sins and I give my life to you. And I ask you to work in my life to change me. I ask you now to be Lord of my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Let's take a moment to pray for those who need healing. If you need healing, check yourself right now to see how much pain or sickness you have in your body. Say on a scale of one to 10, how bad your pain is. One being the, the least, 10 being the most. Now put your hand on the part of your body that needs healing. And repeat after me the following prayer. I receive healing in Jesus' name. Pain and sickness leave now in the name of Jesus. Now, check yourself to see the improvements. If you are 100% healed, then praise God. Send a message to us and let us know of your healing. If only a portion of your healing happened when we prayed, then let's pray again. I receive healing in Jesus' name. Pain and sickness leave now in the name of Jesus. Let us know 
when Jesus healed you and how he did and what he healed you of. So we want to know, we want to be a part of this story for your life. And we want to pray for you. We are here for you. And thank you for letting me share with you today. I hope that your hearts are filled with the Holy Spirit as you listen to me today. I hope that you are more on fire for Jesus today. Thank you.